You are now listening to Conscientization 101, an online magazine combining reflection, music, and action through independent media. It's uh, very important to be with conscious African women and men. And I'm very excited to see Conscientization 101, to see Sister Zari there and the brother James and uh, to see that you have started an organization to conscientize the world, especially African people about what's really going on in this world. Conscientization 101. A lot of these people right now in this conscious, local conscious movement, they're not actually living in that, in that lifestyle. Bakers. That's why, you know, obviously yourself, we're on the same sort of frequency. That's why you're listening to the same things I'm listening to because we're sharing that same sort of thought. We want the same sort of things and a lot of people don't want the same sort of things. Even yourself, what you're doing now is for the people. So everything is people-based. Globally conscientizing. What's making me proud of what um, this kind of connection here is that, you know, no matter what is said, no matter what is done, um, you, you leave that, you leave listening to our music with a feeling. The same way we're going to leave this conversation with a feeling. And um, that is the most important thing you know, for, for I and I, the, the vibe and the energy and the feeling that you leave with. Because you might not remember every lyric, but you're going to remember the feeling. So um, that's, 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 that's really important and that's what I'm getting from what you're doing. Doing, doing, doing. Conscientization 101 after our long, long, what do we call it? Uh, hiatus. Hiatus. Uh, sabbatical. Because motherfuckers was fucking up. Not us, but other people. But we won't name names. So it really wasn't Unless you a sabbatical. Yeah. But it was sabbatical because we were studying. We've read a lot of shit since then. We were working too. We were working, doing a lot of stuff. That was in November 2015. Last interview was with our brothers from RU1 Fam. Shout out to them. But we are back. The website has a new look. And in case you didn't notice, I think you did notice because you followed this show. That we had a new intro. Yeah. Did you hear the new intro? Yes. Did you like the new intro? I like it. Thank you. I know y'all gonna <laughs> like it too. I produced that about 11 months ago, maybe mm, little, maybe 10, 11, I don't know, 11 months ago, a while back. Mm-hmm. On that intro is Dr. Julian Cooney, who we from our interview. We got the one and only Cyclone. He's the natural disaster coming up second, speaking in uh, the intro. And also Y2C87 from RU1 Fam, man. I'm telling you, man, we was, we was, we was getting ready for this. Yep. We had a little setbacks, but now we are back. Uh, Zari, why don't you tell them what we got new? What, what, what do we have new? What do we have new? What's uh, updated? Because I think we got rid of that subscription model. Yes. We got rid of the subscription model. So uh, uh, so, so tell, us, tell them what's new. Okay, so we got a new store. 
and um, the website got a new makeover. So our website is a lot more open. It's a lot easier to find information. Um, and it just looks really clean. We really like it. So we think you'll like it, you know. Um, in addition, we did get rid of that subscription model. Um, we wanted to make sure that basically the information is available um, as people want it. So we got a store. And all the musical commentaries, all of the unabridged interviews can be found in the store that's on the website. We have a menu item with the store. And we also have merchandise. Merchandise, yes. Um, going back to that digital downloads, we got all the unabridged interviews from the first 20 podcasts. You got the unabridged interviews there. We got the musical commentaries that we produce. The commentaries that we produce, and they are available in the store, so you can download them. You got previews. You can even listen to them. Yep. But the, for the unabridged interview, this is the podcast. The podcast is the preview, okay? That's what that is. But also, we got this merchandise. Sorry, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Why don't you tell them about that merchandise that we got in the store right now called the Umi Kilumbo Original Shirt, only exclusively trademarked. Yep, for flagship. Flagship, trademark for Conscientization 101. Don't y'all motherfuckers try to steal that shit. <laughs> I'm putting you on notice now, okay? That shit, you're going to be Verbal notice. Verbal notice, because you don't want to see the unverbalized notice. I'm, I'm going to talk about these podcasts, though. Why, why don't you, you going to talk about the podcast? Yes. You going to talk about, what about the shirt? I'm going to talk shirt? about the shirt. I'm, I'm so talk- excited. Uh- <laughs> As you can see, we've been gone. I'm back. We're back. Yay. See 101 in the building. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, so stop. Well, our previous podcast, we went in and we numbered them so that whenever new people subscribe um, and old people that have been listening, you know, then you can locate the episodes easily. And, you know, it's in sequential order and, you know, it's easy to find. And Where else can you subscribe? Is it just on iTunes? I was just going to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) And we also added um, that you can subscribe on Android. So you can subscribe on iTunes and Android. Um, And that's pretty much it, you know. So check out the podcast if you haven't subscribed already or if you're just listening to this first episode or whatever and you haven't subscribed, subscribe because it's good things on there. Okay, I just want to say this before we got into it and started. Uh, about what this show First of all, I'm going to let y'all know This show is going to go over an hour Yes Okay Because we back And we got something very special for y'all Because I need no MC Cosign Oh, did I just give you a hit? <laughs> all right um, No, let, let me just reiterate Recap Recapitulate what Zari said No more subscriptions Nope The produced commentaries With the music that we produce In the studio Our original thoughts Put to action All available in the store At a cheap Price, because we know it's hard out here. So you can go in there and download that shit, get it for your friends, get it for your mama and them, your girlfriend and them, your boyfriend and them, whatever you need to do. Pass this information on, then we can put some theory and practice together for development for conscientization. And that should be just like this, baby, 101. Oh my goodness, okay. So I'm going to talk about the shirts. Oh, damn, talk about the shirts. <laughs> we are pumped to be back. <laughs> so... Now I'm going back to the shirts. Basically, the shirts, we came up with the name Umi Kilumbo because Umi is the Yao word um, for life in the Yao language of Malawi. And Kilumbos, which most people who listen to this podcast probably know what they are, but if you don't, they were the liberated African territories in Brazil where we had to develop settlements to escape 
Portuguese enslavers. So when you look at the Umi Quilombo shirt in the C101 store, which I know you're going to buy about 50, 11 of them, right? You're going to buy about 50, 11 of them. You're going to buy so many, it don't make no sense, right? When you buy them, you see it's a sister on the shirt. Yes. Because you see, Umi, the woman, represent life now. All right. Now, so you put that together. You got the woman, you got the, the birth of the new nation. I know birth of the nation, no clan movie, no shit like that. Before y'all get that, get that twisted. But you have the rebirth of the African nation with all the people, but you got the sister on there. You see other things going on in the world, but she is reading. Cause she's gonna have informed practice, okay? She, we gonna take this over because we gonna have informed practice. That's how you get conscientization. That's the significance of that shirt. And that's why you need to buy it. Yes. Cause you supporting this. You supporting 100% independent media, but we'll get back to that. That's why you need to buy it. You got anything to sell you. And we want you to be able to explain it to people when they say, man, that's a really cool shirt. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that's really true because I'm, I don't, you know, look, and we're, we're here to say, we're not tripping off people if they don't know information. I see so many people who know a little something, something, they get a little snooty because people don't know it. But when you do know, you have a responsibility to act. If you don't act based on information that you know, you're a traitor, and I got some physicalities for you. No, I don't, because I would never say that on the microphone. <laughs> That's it, but I'm joking. Having a laugh. I'm having a laugh. I'm, I kid, I kid. I'm having a laugh. I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, uh, did I? Did we miss anything? No, nope, that's everything. So we're gonna get into who's gonna be on the show today. Yes. After all this. After all this time. After all this time, and, and we, we're really excited about putting it out there. All right. So we yeah. will be having the one, the only. He needs no MC cosign. I need no MC cosign. He came up on the roadside. Found one way like a roadside. My race first and that boat ride. My soul glow, no slam. Mentally when it's go time. That spearhead and a go hag. I stay black on both sides. One and only singer extraordinaire, rapper extraordinaire, my African brother, my brother. Literally. We was both listening to Master P. Yeah, brought up to my environment. Real bad boys, Effigy and Mike Lowry. My little Donny Bowie, he got dragged. He let it ring four times in the Audi. Everything you can do about it. Man, I'm got the hookup. We mastered the P. Now we bout it. No limits, so why you counting? I graduated from the school of kettle poppers and we out here. You're saying that ain't a good look, huh? Well, that was then, this is now. I done flip shit round. I just spent five bills on books. Follow me. My brother! Big! Brizzle! My God! My, 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 my God! My, my God! My, my God! My, 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 my God! 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 The beast been cooking in the kitchen since way back Since the union jacked a nation but never gave back That bacon did scramble for Africa then gained fat Not the African but the bacon, a strange fact Blood from the enslaved on your apron, you should change that Hey little African, you're hungry, you can taste scraps Something smells sweet in the oven, I won't taste that I want every piece of that African cake back Got my own factory and you know what we bake here Food for African food, you wanna plate here I'ma dish your last supper out right now Before Jesus we were living in the valley of the now You living in the now My presence from the past But I'm living in the now And I'm still going My deliverance a killer like a mother and a steel 
still born We up shit creep with no paddle But we still rolling Can't see my growth It's intense, not feel growing Black and I'm proud You won't know now But you will know it Rasta Shake D up on the usual with me casa Garvey ideologies That's why I rock trap star That go together like Italians and pasta Son of God Child of the diaspora You disrespect the motherland And you get smacked up 2016 you gon' marvel this Black Panther Can you dig it? My God Can you dig it? My God Yeah, finally. <laughs> yes, so we did this interview back in January. It was uh, January 16, 2016. Yep. We talked to our brother, who I've been, I've been listening to Big Frizzle music for like, we've been listening to Big Frizzle music. We, there goes the eye. Slap me, sister. I can't be about the individualism. <laughs> did you hear the slap? Did you hear the slap? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we've been listening to Big Frizzle for about, uh, over half, like uh, about half a decade now. Yeah, half a decade singing and uh, uh, rapping and doing you know, everything. Doing else. everything. You know, and sorry, you know, you you met me. You know, I like singing. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, know. It's just what I be singing. I'm gonna sing like Desaline. <laughs> sing with this machete. They say they call me. Oh, that's Big Frizzle. I'm sorry, Big Frizzle. <laughs> but we Big Frizzle. Uh, we talked to him over 2.5 hours, so you're going to hear excerpts. We had to break this up into two parts. Two parts. So it's going to be available unabridged in the store, which you're going to purchase it in two parts. So we're going to play you excerpts from part one. Uh, the unabridged part one comes in at a little bit over an hour and 16 minutes. So what you're going to do is, like I said, you were just playing excerpts, and you only going to hear a little bit of it. So that's why you're just going to go ahead and go into the store and buy the unabridged. Because it's Big Frizzle, okay? And in case you don't know who Big Frizzle is, you've been living under a rock. That's okay. That's okay. That's what we here for. Exactly. That's the purpose. Zari, give him a brief uh, vitae or bio of my uh, brother, Big Frizzle. <laughs> give, him, give him a brief, Zari. Read in your nice reporter journalistic voice, okay? Okay, well, Big Frizzle is a multi-talented lyricist, singer, writer, and student and teacher of African history and culture. He has been featured on countless albums as an MC and singer, and he has released his much-anticipated album titled Family First, Africa for Africans Edition. And... We have made a special, well, actually, James has produced, it's really tight too, he has produced... Thank you very much. ...a sampler of Big Frizzle's music because, you know, Big Frizzle is everywhere. Like, he's on everybody's songs. They say they come. I mean, so it's like, to really get an idea of who he is, we decided that, you know, this would be a good idea. To, so you can kind of hear what, you know, his music and the music he's been on. So, and also... We want to make a correction. Yeah, I want to make a correction because <laughs> y'all, as y'all know, y'all people who, who who are supporters of the show, y'all know I, I tend to talk. Sometimes I talk faster. I think faster than my my than my mouth can like get out the idea because I get so excited. I'm talking. I'm, I'm reconnecting with my brothers and sisters from out the diaspora. I'm reconnecting with good people all over the world. Uh, finding out about all this good music. Finding out all this good work. I was, you know, at the time of 
You know, uh, I was preparing for the, we were preparing for the interview with Big Frizzle. Every year in January, I always try to read a book about Haiti. Now, some of you go, what are you, Haitian or something? You damn right I'm Haitian, because yep. I'm an African. That's right, because I've been destined your ass. But I try to always read something about Haiti. And, you know, when you, all you know who when you read, sometimes you read books and you come across words and you don't come, you don't say in your everyday, uh, 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 in, every, in everyday uh, conversations with people. And so, you know, Bookman, his name was Bookman Duty, who set it off. I was about to mess up now. I guess I was listening to so much Goody Mob when I was in high school that I just learned, said, I looked at Duty and it said, Duddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, well, feel that shit, Duddy. Y'all who know Goody Mob, listen to Goody Mob, you know what the hell I'm talking about. So, you know, when you read books, sometimes you be like, oh, man, I'm going to say Duddy. So I was in the interview, I said, yeah. When you, I asked him a question, I said, is it Bookman? Bookman, Bookman, uh, Duddy? Duddy, and he was like, see, I'm gonna do it again. Bookman, uh, Bookman, Bookman Duty. It's Bookman Duty, because he had a duty, because I'm a Bookman. If you come where I stay, I got a lot of books, you gonna call me a straight Bookman. <laughs> That's what Big Frizzle do. I can't do the Barry White Big Frizzle thing, but you know, I try. But I, I be singing with you for this. They say they coming. But see, I'm a Bookman, and it's my duty to conscientize y'all. So when y'all hear me say Bookman Duddy, just forgive me, you know? Just forgive me. I'm sorry, Big Frizzle. I'm it's sorry. the energy. It's the energy. And again, we are back. Conscientization 101. Check out the updates to the website. Look at the beautifulness of it. No more subscriptions. Go in the store. Pick what you want. Download it. Order you a shirt. We gonna get into this mashup with our brother, Big Frizzle. And after you listen to that, we gonna go straight into the excerpts of the interview we did. This is part one of Big Frizzle's Family First, Africa for Africans edition. Y'all need to download it. We'll put links in the description. It's a free album. It's a free album. And Big Frizzle's gonna have you saying, My, my, my God. This is black history, the school system made it a mystery But it laid a foundation for you and me So we put it in our music for you to see This is black history, the school system made it a mystery But it laid a foundation for you and me So we put it in our music for you to see Mama do Diallo, father little Laminata Taught her in the ways of the Quran, no drama Eleven years old, she was taken from her mother The hardest journey ever across that great river Three moons in that giant canoe, now they deliver Back to back, blacks on blacks, look how she shivers You wanna know how she grows? We'll learn more when you read the book of Negroes I have 
children, they're really broke And I'm rich, act broke, when obvious they cope And it's funny how the people that you used to know Are switching up every day quicker than changing clothes And wifey's back in the day turning to hoes Used to be a pretty flower, now a weathered rose And close friends quickly turning to foes And money over bitches, ain't that how the saying goes? Now the saying now is money over everything But if it's over everything, brother, how we gon' ever win? The youths are killing each other to get the better things When you say better things, you ain't talking that better bling I'm talking about anything, the new slang is get it in And when we get it in, it's rewards that we getting out And don't you wonder how there's so many weapons now And it's funny how only money we running down I'm funny how some people say That check said I'm in when I'm out I'm funny as I'm equal style When you really find out what I'm about I'm funny as I'm equal style Get checks and I'm in when I'm out I'm funny as I'm equal style Yeah really, ay, ay Understand muffin, I front a band on top of that. I'm a dad, and plenty of commitments missed. I already have, so I'm on my own, and I like it. I zone in the night shift with one pretty face that I can vibe with. No strings attached, no gas, just fun. And even though she stacks, see her back from the front. I don't wanna be your item, I wanna be left alone. Better rough in that position, and guessing, trust me, I know. Frizzle living a single life, like cameo. Carry a lady, but never would I carry a hoe. Marry a lady, not saying never. But for now it's no, so I'ma slow my roll I don't ride no coattails and leave no shadows Back to back cheese splits, hell no I ain't power I don't need a shadow I'm on my own I ain't running down nobody Leave me alone How I do this My sound's the truest And people's army is the movement And this ain't nothing that you're really used to If you like it then the feeling's very mutual Delivery and timing very crucial And I tell you we on a roll And where we end no one knows But we gon' reach our goals Yes believe in us Remember this a movement I tell you this a movement I do my thing I do my thing Said I do my thing I do my thing <laughs> army or soldiers some new generation soldiers Where's all my soldiers at? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I am his soldier from the general. I came with this gift, no fame. I equip for all terrain. When I dip, slow mo was never a goal where I live. And I ain't in a letting down my guard in the crib. My best friends are rifle, my canteen I swig. Warm H2O, cause a brother trying to live. I'm going all in, no lying. I ride with the army like I'm saving Private Ryan. I'm soldier brick titan, not gas, not hyping. A wizard with my writing, on a range like a Sag. No arrows, just a Mac. On my foot, not a cab. And a rocky on my back. And a ground that I covered, I ain't never getting back. I'm soldier brick sickness, stealth more ridiculous. Fight wars, we all know the pieces, what the mission is. I'm a soldier in his army, and I fight till my very last breath. I am a soldier. I'm a street soldier, a real deep roller. Haven't they told ya? We're all tryna stack up. Brothers can't jack up. God is my backup. I am a soldier. Ups and downs I know, but I'm breathing so Have a time, life's one lucky run Sometimes you feel alone, but you're alive and kicking so Have a time <laughs> Life don't weigh up like sniff on them tanitas Nine weeks my kids ain't seen them Peas low, hair grown, trainer but I'm leaning No cooked food, I'm eating noodles in the evening Losing weight, my sister's on crack on my brother in jail I'm beefing with my pops, but he breathing them well My children in trouble, my mother is stressed My situation couldn't solve with a strap and a vest Wouldn't fall on me if I couldn't handle the test That being said, I take a breath and I swell up my chest I give thanks but shed tears Cause my granny is dead, Mary and Frizzle cursed the day you left But granddad's still here, Victor Frizzle, no stick, no wheelchair That's where I get my slave name from, it's real here My son had porn on his PSP, I broke it down to him, I ain't mad We spoke about it, joke about it, in fact I am glad that he growing up but way too fast I got a nerve Like it wasn't the same from my past I laugh, it's risky Tree picked me, had them quickly They close to me, close to me Martin said to have a dream Marcus done show me to go back to Africa Malcolm said by any means And if you Congolese then you know about the massacre Martin said to have a dream Marcus done showed me to go back to Africa Malcolm said by any means And if you Congolese then you know about the massacre All black everything yeah. Blacker than I've ever been yeah. More than my melanin You're smelling what I'm telling them QEP vision Nat Turner decision Rosa Parks defiant Stand for mine like a giant with no tool tail pushing and we riot yeah. Descended from Kemet and Kush, we won't quiet yep. Your new school blatant, my old school hating I don't like these schools, I'm from the Zulu nation Spit a bar like Shaka Chaka Spear I erase them, war paint looking like Ghostface Mike Myers and Jason Your brother's been lost, concerned with being the boss Of a dingy little enterprise that ain't worth a toss Shouldn't have to scream R.I.P. for you to get it Cause Bear Brothers died for your bullshit, forget it It's supposed to be real Uncle Tom, step away from the house and join your brothers in the field Martin said to have a dream Marcus done showed me to go back to Africa Malcolm said by any means And if you Congolese then you know about the massacre 
Martin said to have a dream Marcus done showed me to go back to Africa Malcolm said by any means And if you come to Leeds then you know about the massacre Diamond in the Congo soil, they unearth you Now life plays hard like Whoopi in color purple Broad day curfew, rape and they murk you Headshot four shells from a rat, no turtles I said my brothers them Congo where they won't go There's a bloody river flowing steady in the Congo I speak all the waste men beef over they postcode Poor people fed up, we just trying to get our bread up We used to be viewed as spear chucking coons Now you're just a hoodie or a goon Black bully in the room, my brother fully confused Talking all loose, they idolize bishop and juice What's the use? Far worse than illiterate, my brothers ain't getting it They can wash sniff but still can't wash the dishes Now how to look good but can't see past the gimmick There's a war going on outside, we all in it All right, another edition, <laughs> Conscientization 101. We are here with the one, the only, who don't need the shadows. He ain't running down nobody, okay? <laughs> Living the single life, doing the cameo. Activist, you know what I'm saying? Y'all go get the book of Negroes, okay? He's having a heart-to-heart with us, okay? He's having a heart-to-heart <laughs> with us. We are with the one and only, Big... Brizzle, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing extremely well, brother. Thank you. Doing real good. <laughs> good. Good, good, good. <laughs> Let's jump right into this. All right. We want to start uh, with the, to the little, to let the know the listeners how you became familiar with your work, you know, because I think it was around 2010, 2011. I really, shoot, I can't remember. I, I think it was around 2010, 2011. Yeah, Depends right. on when the video was like put up. Whoever put it up, but it, I know y'all probably filmed it in 2010, mm-hmm. but it was called This Is Black History, and it was like an all-star, like, like, I, like yeah. yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a whole lot of rappers, and, uh, you know, out, you were you were like the eighth brother out the gate on the rap tip, but if we include Jody McIntyre, he, you know, he started off with a, with a, with a poem, you know what I'm saying? Now, I learned a lot from that that video in the sense that, like, we learned a lot from that video in the sense that how Africans in Britain, I didn't know, you know, the influence because America is kind of like a closed society. You know, I didn't know that they called us nignogs. That was some big cake said. He said, big dog, you ain't a nigga or a nignog. I said, nignog? What the heck? What the heck is a nignog? I said, what the hell is a nignog? <laughs> Damn. That wasn't even that too long ago. That was that recent. Yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) It's just weird because you don't know all the little little cute things they like to call us around the world, right? Right. And, you know, it was from that track that we saw, you know, you you came in there, you said, you want to know the story how she grows. Get that book of Negro. I can't even do the deep, bro. Throughout the interview, you're going to hear me probably saying, my God. I I like doing that. I be be walking around the house. I be like, man, look at this shit right here. My God. But anyway... (laughs) That's neither here nor there. But you have a very strong delivery in terms of raps. Y'all go to C101, type in Big Fridge. You'll see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine to our surprise, imagine to our surprise, right? Next thing you know, we see you in a video with Logic. Salute. We see you in a video with Jody McIntyre again. Even Loki's in there. Jaja Soul's video. Activists. And you singing the hook. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you singing the hook. So now... <laughs> I got to ask myself, I'm calling my eye doctor because I'm like, man, look here, man, this prescription ain't strong enough. 
Because I know this ain't the same brother that sounded like Barry White <laughs> on This Is Black History. Now he's singing this soulful riff, make me want to get rid of my Jodeci album. <laughs> but he's singing about he's an activist. What His color's black and his shade is night. You know what I'm talking about? So I, I, just, I was like, this can't be true. <laughs> and, 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 you know, pretty much, you know, I guess I have to say, from there, you know, to say if you was to say, if I was to say, hey, this dude is kind of a multi-talent artist, I'm, that's like an understatement. And then we got the album from Academics, the collabo, you know what I'm saying? That's when we heard, I'm a star, I'm a star. I like that song. I go hard, I go hard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that. Hey, I remember that drum. Listen to it five minutes ago, boy, I got a phone with you, boy. Yes. I'll tell you, what. wait, wait, that's all I like. You, we had something so real. Special, special. Man. Hey, look. Hey, hey. It's like, you know, see, when you speak about these music, sometimes I haven't heard those since I recorded them. Really? Wow. Really? You don't listen to your own music? I'm a star, I'm a star. It's like, wow. (laughs) Hey. That was crazy. Yeah. And Logic would do loads of things like that, though. Me and Logic would be in the studio for hours, and we would just... Whatever what would just come out of our mind. So that I'm a oh, star, yeah. I'm a star. That would have been just like us mucking around and then it just turns into something. We have like hundreds of songs just like that. <laughs> oh man, y'all have some great songs down there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends are we love. I mean, look, yeah. we, 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 we we you know, we we didn't just say turn over, hey, let's, let's see if this guy we've been we listening, like we said, half, oh half a decade, man. So <laughs> it, it's a real it's a real treat. Also, you know, I love that water. I just want to tell you that water. Oh, yeah. I tell you the water. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I like singing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. I don't want to hear people talking about just pay the rent and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I, you know this brother African Center, so you know, I like the Man, this boy, look, lovers and friends. Just pay the rent. Are you talking about you got to have You a know, just in general, the general R&B. I like it, you know right. what I'm saying? But in general, I got, you know what I'm saying? I like stuff you say. Morphine. I got my, it. Okay, you got we it. We understand. Right. Basically, <laughs> listening audience, I'm sorry. He's very, very talented. From there, it was on with us. Academics. Nate's life and lyrics. It's the life that we all know. That's that human nature on there. That's yeah. free download. Okay? That's Shout out to Nate. Shout out to Nate. We want you to get back in the studio, brother. Yes. Come on. What you doing, man? You know, you know, I, I be listening to him. It be making me want to be a better human being. Sometimes... Y'all don't know how many people didn't get their head buzzed because I was listening to Nate. Uh, got that Marcel Cartier. Never be a, never be a, never be a slave. Hey, and I have to say one of my all-time favorite tracks. Sorry, what do I do whenever I hear this track? I strike a pose. I be in the ride, rolling down 610, 288, wherever you catch me rolling. And if I hear... I tell you how I do this. I do my thing. My style's the truth. He know truth. he does pose when that I song mean, comes I, on. Man, I don't I, know why. That, that track make you just want to be the coolest <laughs> brother in the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and that video is up on Conscientization 101 uh, uh, website. In the video, you got Logic. You got, I think you got Logic. You got Turbulence. And you got a cameo from my brother, Raggo Zulu Rebel. Rebs, mm-hmm. holla at your boy. You got Rebs in that video. Uh, on, the, on the actual track, you got Big Case on there on the People Army General Salute Volume 2. Could be a case that I do like the big Kaluwa King. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's just naming a few. And then we got tracks like your All Black Everything, your latest track, My God. And then, as you can tell, I would say this is one of my another one of my personal favorites, but damn, I got a lot of one of my personal favorites. Have mm-hmm. a toast. We're gonna get into that later. Mm-hmm. Because for me, 
you know, that's that's the track when I'm about to, you know, going through some things. I put that track on because you got to have a toast. That was the whole reason for that song. That was me saying, you know what, I I just gone through a lot of bad stuff, and I I just said, you know, what? I'm gonna carry on with this music thing. I'm gonna just bounce back. But you know what? It's the more life thing. That's what I put it down to. Like, regardless of what goes on, man. If I can wake up the next day, then how bad can it really be in it? Like, it, if I can yeah. wake up and breathe. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, because that track is so real. Because like. For me, it was my brother on crack and my sister was in jail at the time. You know what I'm saying? And you serious? So like the reverse. It was, it was the reverse. It's the reverse yeah, it's, for me. Yeah, it's, it's funny because when you you never know how music is going to affect you. So when it, like you know, I heard that I was just like, it was my. I was like, damn, you know, losing weight. You know, it was. I, we gonna get into that later because that 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 track is like one of them soul touching tracks. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? For me, I listened to the. I sent it to my cousin. Earlier this week, cause you know he, you know about you know off in Austin, you know what I'm saying some other stuff. But I sent it to my, you know. Anyway, we gonna get into that track now. Big friends, you know, having talent is very important, and you you have shown through your body of work you have that. But more important than that is knowing how to use your talent. You know, one of the things we've always uh like to well, the only the thing we like to highlight on the website is like you know, uh, and you've shown through your catalog that through your work. You demonstrate you you're very you you are an African. You weren't like, oh, I just happen to be a chocolate covered human. Mm-hmm. I'm just that guy. No, you said <laughs> I, I know who I am. I just happen to be black. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't say I just happen to be black. But you're utilizing it to conscientize our people and then send us some smooth grooves. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't want to be on no Christopher Columbus type thing or no Christopher Columbus type team and want to <laughs> act like, you know. <laughs> We we don't we don't discovered you or something like you the you the Taino or the Arawaks and something on the Bahamas. Uh uh so we want you to tell the listening audience, how did you get into the music game and stuff like that? So basically I've a very long time I've been doing it. I don't know, you know, a lot of people tell me I look young and whatever, but next month I'm actually gonna be 37. I've got four children. So I've been rapping since I was like 15 years old. I'd say I took it seriously when I was like 17 and tried to make a career out of it. But I first started like kicking rhymes from playing flipping computer, beating my friends at computer games. Because I was so good at computer games, one of my friends, his name, his name was Big Ro. Every time I beat him on computer games, he was like an amazing freestyler. And he would just start freestyling and start snapping on you and just, you know, in front of everyone. <laughs> Everyone would laugh, you know, and he would always have serious, anything he could just think of. And he was so talented, you know, you know, he used just to get to me. Every time he would leave, I used to feel salty and just think, man, he got me again. One day I put <laughs> and I wrote some bars for that boy. And I just, oh, oh. And he came, he came back to my house the next day and I gave it to him. He was shocked, he couldn't believe it. I had like a rhyme, it was called Fat Boy, because it was like a little bit big. <laughs> yeah. I was going in on him and from the, he was he was extremely talented and from then he always you know he, like I, I suppose he put me under his wing he showed me you know like this freestyling thing that was his main thing that he showed me you know the freestyling thing always make sure you could be get your words out your rhyming patterns and blah 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 and that's how I started from then actually rapping myself but my influence would have been from my big brother from like my parents have uh, got Caribbean background. My mom's from Jamaica, dad's from Barbados. Obviously, 
they're African. My dad's Rastafarian, so he's always preached Africa. Mm-hmm. My mom was that hard-headed Jamaican woman. I am Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> so it was always reggae growing up in my house. But my older brother, he was the one who, you know, the first person to bring hip-hop in our house. First person to have, like, he used to have, like, his, um, before he had 12 tens, he had, like, an old deck where he would get, like, records. God knows where he got them from. I was too young to know where he got them. <laughs> Pinned all over his walls. So LL Cool J, um, Eric B and Rakim. Who else was the kid? He was the first. Yeah, and NWA. I remember that was the first time like they were swearing in music that I'd ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, that, that was me yeah, too, you know? I'd never heard swearing before, ever. And I remember we played it. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 it was just so surreal, but I used to love the imagery that I saw um, from, I think it was LL Cool J was the most records that he had. And I used to just like, you know, the way how he would match his clothes. I always used to like that fly stuff. That was before I even knew about the lyrics or what they were saying. Mm-hmm. I used to like the imagery of the Eric B and Rakeem stuff, but that was my hip hop influence. But as for me, um, rapping myself, it would have been when I was like 15, 16. So that would have been like 90, 95. I would have first started rapping '96. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I don't even know if you like know, but I had a, like a very old mix CD because I was doing this before YouTube. Uh huh. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had a very yeah because old... we're the same age. I'm gonna be 37 in March. Oh, so you're 79 as well. Yes. I'm 78. Yikes. I graduated high school in 1997. And so <laughs> you're Pisces as well, right? Yes. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Pisces. We're all three Pisces. My birthday is February 24th, 78. He's going to be 38. So you're East February as well. He's in February. I'm in March. But he's a Pisces because he's at the end of February. Yeah, um, my birthday is the 20th. So that's like... Oh, so yeah, he's on the 24th. Four Whoa. days after. <laughs> no wonder we got the same I know, entry. right? I'm March 9th. So I'm early March. So that's why I'm still a Pisces. Okay. <laughs> we the same. You do look. We all look young. That's what happened when you take care of yourself. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> when they say black don't crack, baby. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, what were you saying? You were making a point. <laughs> I didn't even know where I was at now. <laughs> you were saying that you like you were, you liked the music back in the day and you were doing the music before YouTube. That's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was doing the music before YouTube. I don't know if you know, but I had a, a, a double CD. Wow. I say I had. It's the only it's the only release I ever had. It's called Burgundy Chronicles. So I done like a double CD release and it had like, I remember I oversaturated it with songs, way too many songs. So there was like 24 tracks on each disc. But because <laughs> it's the only work I ever done, like I never knew it was going to be the only thing I ever done, but that was the only thing I ever put out there. So I suppose now it still works out good. But after that, Logic was on there, though. That's where I first met Logic. Oh. <laughs> Logic was on there. Logic went to college with a guy that lived in my area. Because Logic's from South London. I'm from West London, from the other side. Uh-huh. But he went to college with a guy that lived in my area. And the guy who lived in my area, he went and shot like a gorilla um, DVD once called Bound to Blow, which was really good. Because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have known Logic. And this guy went all over London, north, east, west, south. And he just filmed loads of talent, loads of guys that were rapping. And did it. everyone, Triggs Vega was on that um, DVD as well. I didn't know okay. who Triggs Vega was at that time either. No, I never knew none of these guys. But the only two people who I liked of the whole of that DVD was Logic and this guy, Triggs Vega. And I remember asking Ox, I was like, oh, um, 
Can you get in touch with that guy? You know, like he's very conscious. I like the way his lyrics were. Do you know what I mean? Like I had mm-hmm. never heard anyone really rap that sort of consciousness before and sound good. You know, like sometimes you get people do the conscious thing. Oh, yes. They do not sound too good, yes. You know what I mean? So even though I'm a conscious person in life, I listen to hip-hop. I want to hear good hip-hop still, yeah. isn't <laughs> So Logic was one of the first people I ever heard like conscious rapping and actually, you know, still sitting on the beat and sounding good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, man, if you could get me in touch with that guy. And that's what I, he did. He came, I think he had just passed his driving test back then as well. He was, <laughs> he was so excited to just drive. He was like, yeah, I'm come down to beat you. And he drove down to West London. We was in a studio. And he came and, yeah, we made some good music. I think it was an instrumental I had. It was the tune was, the track was called The Children or something. It was like a sample from the Gorillas or something. There. One of those ones. But, yeah. And ever since then, like, I always kept that link with Logic and that made me be in South London a lot. Even though my dad used to live in South London, musically, after meeting up with Logic, a lot of that People's Army stuff and that I, I met so much other people and was able to work with so many others. And it was it's definitely a very good experience. Even though I don't, now I'm more on a different path as in where my mind's at and that. Like, I don't even want to get signed anymore. I don't want no music money I'm not interested in it now I'm just interested in the message I'm quite happy where I am now in life mm-hmm. I'm back on education I'm doing like a um, university doing creative writing so I'm about to write a book as well it's going to be a as well yeah but it's not like a, no, it's not like an academic book or it's a straight up horror novel oh we it's know what you mean yeah <laughs> this is just for you to escape <laughs> yeah it's just the, on the whole creative side, but I'm around loads of other like-minded people who want to write also. Mm-hmm. And it's good, man. I've been writing my whole bloody life. I love it. Oh, yeah. I think that's an, another thing about uh, 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 writing. You know, a lot of times uh, we as uh, uh, African people try to say, okay, focus on like um, African oral traditions, but uh, we also have a, a written tradition. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, look at the hieroglyphics. So, mm-hmm. I mean... The thing about it is you take the best of those. We have the oral thing down and we got writing. Mm-hmm. What, what, what did Cyclone say? You try to teach, we gave you writing and now you try to teach me on it or something like that. Or, uh, you know, so it's, it, it's, <laughs> exactly. So I, I think that's real good. I think we, and like you said, it, it's funny, like, like you said, we're pretty much around the same age. So it's kind of like we, we, was, we were having our technical difficulties. We, we both, we're experiencing the same thing. And I was, I was just curious. I always like to ask uh, brothers over there, what was it like, you know, in terms of like when you saw hip hop in the sense, uh, but it's always emanating as quote unquote an American art form when really the roots are and it is an African art form. Yeah. How it's always amazing how it influenced uh, the music and, and to find its own voice depending on where it is. It's kind of like being in Texas, it was kind of like, everything was supposed to emanate out of New York. And then you mm-hmm. kind of saw how Texas kind of, you know, is kind of like a blend, I would say, from like kind of like West Coast and then also kind of like a little East Coast, but more West Coast. Because if you look at the migratory patterns of African people, a lot of family members in the United States are in, from the South are in the West Coast. So I was just wondering how like growing up, the influences of hip hop, you know, influenced you outside of America, how it influenced you. Well, I would, I agree with what you're saying 100%. And with the hip hop, 
being so big and dominated like and only until I was older when I actually studied in hip hop and found out the origins of where it originally came from, how it started and did it. So like once you, you have knowledge yourself, you realize everything goes back to Africa, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. like everything, like everything. But the American influence, like it's it's just so big. It's almost like I call that place, and not even in a bad way, but it's like it's so evil in a way as in it is. Everything, everything nice in the world is there. Like every promise, every dream, yeah. like everything okay, it's like nothing can be that real. Like, if you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, even, I just come back from the Million Man March, so I was over then. Even just, it's, it's like, it's just, it's just too much. Everything's amazing. Everything is humongous. Like, the portion, <laughs> over there, even the portions of food, and you've got no concept of small. There's no concept of- <laughs> Oh, well, come to Texas, it's even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying so whereas you'd think to yourself like even the conscious people like in America whereas it's humongous everything like but then everything is humongous like the murder murder rate is humongous like Mm -hmm. the the rape is humongous like everything there's so much of you it's such a big place Mm -hmm. it's like the influence all over the world I am telling you is almost like America runs the world if you know what I mean Listen, you've got kids all over the world, man. Like, they're about this hip-hop life. They're, they're, it's like, our people deem what is cool, what is hip, what is in, like, what what is right to wear. Mm-hmm. We don't get paid for none of this. But, but yeah, exactly. Our, our opinion matters so much. Mm-hmm. What we do is, like, what should be done. And there's, there's no way that that doesn't stem from right back to creation to our ancestors and to the not so that's just an influence we have regardless even if in nowadays it's for a, a plus or a, a like a positive or a negative the influence is just always so great mm-hmm. so when i was growing up the hip-hop influence like i when i first started rapping i would rap in an american accent like that's, I was, what everybody that's what everybody says we've talked to yeah See, about to try and I wasn't about to try and rap in a British accent. Like, I ain't no one to try to hear that shit. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm trying to be like the people who I heard doing it and who I came up doing it. Like I think it, it took me till I got to at least, I don't know, 19 before I stopped. And like, you know, I think it was my brother. My like not the one who grew up on the hip hop, but I got like five brothers, so and I'm the baby. So my brother was the first person who told me like well, do you know what, bro? You're all right in that, but why do you rap it in American accent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rap like my friend, you know, Maestro. He did, you know, he's good and did it. And I remember he played me like a track of Maestro, and straight away I just got sour in it, salty, because you're my brother and you're telling me about some other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, man, I ain't trying to hear that shit. And I remember I was angry. I just went away storming it. But then it, it rested with me. I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Then I went back and changed everything. I remember I went back to my lyrics book. Every time it had like, so yeah, I put nigger. I changed that to prayer, like the whole influence. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just unstructured everything until I just started to rap exactly how I speak. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's much more comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like... I think a lot of people went through just because of the influence. And like I said, our people have such a strong influence. Even on ourselves, it's hard not to 
take on the influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But once, once you, you get older and you get knowledge of self, you love being yourself. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Raised in the 80s Where the black bread dies in the beginning of the movie You gon' lose me, I beg a man rape me I was a growing black boy, I needed positive visuals to stimulate me Eurocentric pagans If it wasn't for my rusted daddy, wouldn't know about Africa, I praise him Yes, no amen When I was growing up, TV show me hungry children in Africa need saving The irony of trying to P.E. dehumanization That's your occupation, Babylon nation Called Stockholm Syndrome from colonization Why don't you report that fact? Because Karate Kid, Black and Orphan And he got swag, I'm supposed to satisfy with that It ain't enough, I need more fam so your seeds, we in danger, we need more fam Whenever we up benefiting us, they don't report that But bring niggas down quicker than a whore fam Forget the news, I'd rather watch the truths on your can Nah, don't tell me stop, oh, you never clock The image of a black family on Google Box What if I black both for your eyes and your goggles box You'll finally get a glimpse of the pain that my people got And then you charge me for a license to wash this box To only keep me further mentally in a box Got my brain on the track like my mental was in a box but we be free thinkers like Clark, Ben and Diop, yeah Open your eyes and question their black perception They ain't trying to use no black scholars for black reference, why? How media portray me, look how they play me Like a human zoo, my body in a cage How media betray me, how they degrade me A Rubik's Cube done, one color on display How media portray me, look how they play me like my sweet mama never had a brain How media betrayed me, how they degrade me We couldn't read or write and now we write the way How media portrays me, teachers in my children's school be looking at me like I'm crazy How media portrays me, no job lazy Ten baby mamas, ten babies How media portrays me, I was a savage till you came with white Jesus and saved me How media portrays me, like the system was designed for my kind and they failed me how media portrays me We shoot guns, smoke weed, sell crack and beat daily How media portrays me We good enough to entertain but really I'm uneducated How media betrays me Recognize Jewish Holocaust, Africans, slavery How media betrays me In the safety of my own home the TV is racist How media betrays me Flies on our faces, we starving, showing our rib cages Media ain't changing they depict if you black, you aggressive media basics Not subtle media blatant, you dirty and black to whitewash See the image they painting? True lies, media faking One man's terrorist, another man's freedom fighter may win On revolution, media mayhem, pray then They need more than an amen, cause their aim is To shoot after they aim in, say when You gon' pay for African enslavement, cavemen, huh? How media portray me, look how they play me Like a human zoo, my body in a cave how media betray me, how they degrade me A Rubik's Cube done, one color on display How media portray me, look how they play me Like my roster daddy didn't have a brain How media betray me, how they degrade me we Couldn't read or write, and now we write the way Let me go ahead and uh, 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 get to this uh, next question I, We wanted The next question, we wanted to talk to you Kind of like we were just talking about now, about the you know, the importance of identity for a people's liberation. And that's kind of where we were going. Mm-hmm. And, imme- 
And, you know, and then immediately the, the tracks we saw, we, we were like, we, we thought about is All Black Everything and mm-hmm. African and, and African from Big Cakes and All Black Everything. Now, I remember the video. I, for people I think I can identify in the video it was probably Nate. Logic and I think Cyclonius was in that video as well. It's just mm-hmm. you know I like I really love that video and uh Tantrum is on, on from uh is on the African hook. Both of these track on on uh African on It's All Love, but both of these tracks emphasize the importance of discerning our identity as African people. And because it's you know just like Kwame Ture said, brother Kwame Ture, Stokely Carmichael, formerly Stokely Carmichael, y'all. He said, "A people must know their their national interests." You know, so I wanted I wanted to know what was the history behind these two tracks. What well, you know, like man, I had a conversation with a fool. Maybe we'll go upside here. I got to come up with these tracks, and I just wanted to ask. And, and, and would you say the chief impediment, one of the chief impediments for African people getting free, is a is a lack of an African national identity? Because I just recently read a book where people. They say, well, people like to identify with African in terms of, oh, we all have the same, we have the same like, like music type vibration. But when it comes to politics and stuff like that, we all different. No, mm-hmm. you know, so I just want to ask you, and there's some other stuff I want to ask you, but I just want to get your take on the impetus behind those tracks and the importance of identity for our liberation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely think the importance is like the most high importance and the reason I'd done those tracks, I think it was at a time where I just got fed up and had enough. You know, obviously, being African, we got to face certain things every day. But some days, man, you just had enough. Like, I, I just had enough when I'd done that whole black everything. I had enough of having to make excuses for, you know, glorifying my blackness or gl- like, enough for that. I don't want to pussyfoot around or step on eggshells in it. Like, fuck racism. Like, my blackness is beautiful. Uh, and the children as well. Like, you know, when your kids are just getting older and you just think, you know what, man? I ain't trying to see the same shit happen. Like, like I'm trying to psych break. You know? I don't want the same things to be ongoing, ongoing, in it. And I'm not saying I'm as great as my dad, but my dad was Rastafarian. When I was young, he instilled so much with me with the whole African thing. When I was growing up, there was a picture of Marcus Garvey on the wall. That was the first guy I remember. I don't even remember anyone before him. Like, even though we had pictures of Selassie and whatever, I just remember Garvey in the suit and the, you know what I'm saying? Just looking uh-huh. for, Yeah, like, he's the first guy I remember. I remember Africa on the wall before I remember anything. All these little things and symbolisms instilled in me are what made me who I am today. I want the children to be the same. I know the times are changing. It's a new time, you know. It's different for the kids. They've got more distractions than I had. And I don't want them to lose sight of what this thing is. I'm not saying I'm a against any other race but i don't love them as much as i love mine that's right no but i'm allowed to it's like and you are i mean this seems like whenever we always get punished for saying like john Henry clark said we have to have the essential selfishness of survival and you look at us it's quite clear they don't love us as much i mean what's wrong with that we want to be self-preservation i'm sorry for interrupting go ahead any one of us say something like that it's all about oh yeah but it's about, that's what I'll say, man. Yeah, man, that's a beautiful black woman or that's a fine black brother doing his thing. Yeah, but, you know, everyone's doing their thing. I'm not yes, talking yes. about yeah. us. Yep, yep. that is so <laughs> true. Concerned with us, and that's, that's why I just had enough. It was the start of All Black Everything was when I said, you know what, I'm going to do this project. Obviously, I've had the Family First project ongoing for so long, it's like it could never finish. And 
as life changes, as it does, different things happen. So I said, you know what? I want to introduce this whole project about Africa, us. If I have to go on on the white man and go in on him, then that's just what it's going to be. I will take whatever backlash I'm going to get. Those who know me know me. Like my daughter, my um, so her godfather, he's a white guy. I know that's a terrible line to say because that's what they'd be saying. I ain't racist. I got black friends. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's godfather is the white guy that I grew up with. I've known him from the sandpit. Do you know what I'm saying? I've got no problem with white people. I've got a problem with the mindset of that. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly, 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 exactly. Shit and da, da, da. That I don't like, you know? Mm-hmm. And I understand that there's some white people that they don't even realize that they're instilled like that because as far as I'm concerned, if you're white and you're of a certain age and you were good in school and you were properly educated, then you're racist just by default. Yeah. And it's not... Full, it was just because you was in the education system. You learned what they told you. And if you learned that to the best of your ability, that makes you stereotypical to some certain way. You're just going to see people a certain way. You're going to always think the Western way is the best way. Mm-hmm. You're going you're to go to places and say, oh, yeah, the foreigner. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't even say words like that anymore. The foreigner. I don't say, oh, I'm going to foreign order. I say I'm going abroad, but I don't say, oh, that guy's foreign because I know I'm more foreign than any of them. That's right. That's so, true. I shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm black or da da da. Me, me, you, and the brother, we should have all been in the same place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, this identity thing, it means so much to me. And the family first thing, when it does come out on the 20th of February, like, I'm shit with promotion as well. So, you know, like it's going to be one of those things where it will seep and people will eventually gradually get it. But I'm telling you, man, it's, it's like the best work I've ever done in my life. I've never done anything so wholeheartedly for our people. That Did you hear the Ancestor Veneration? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. All but those trash you sent oh, are like, yeah, I, y'all must have like, y'all must have like worked on those for years or something. Those are some jamming tracks. No, I definitely didn't work on them for years. <laughs> I didn't work on them for years, but it's just the feeling as in like, you know, when it all just builds up and it's like, man, they're just disrespecting yeah. us. They don't want to, you know what I'm saying? And I know I, exactly I, what you're saying. I done like a, a, not a crash course, but like for a year. So just like a year course before I went into uni. I done a quick year in college on African and Caribbean studies. And that was one of the, like, the best education times I've had in my life. I've never enjoyed education Mm-hmm. So much mm-hmm. that, that subject. Do you understand? There was so much things, and not even enough time either to like, properly grasp everything. But there were so many things we went through from the stage. We started with Kemet as well. Like this, they give you it from the beginning. Do you know what I'm saying? They're not right. on that bullshit where they they teach you from enslavement. Also, you lot were slaves, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. It was taught. The, the class was taught by a beautiful sister. It's in the national curriculum. It's actually the only course in Britain that's in the national curriculum that does African Caribbean studies. Everywhere else is some like private thing that you have to pay separately. This is actually in only one place that does it. And the course is amazing. That you learn everything. African spiritual systems, you learn about Santeria, you learn about mm. um, oh. um a distinction for that as well on that test. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> Since I've done that as well, like it just made me come back all full circle and say, yeah, we need to do this thing and for the children as well. I don't want to be one of the ones where my children get older and hear my music and say, oh, dad was chatting shit. Yeah. I like, was talking about what was dad doing or da da da. No, when they grow up and hear dad's music, they're going to say, 
Doug was going in. Like, he, yeah. he was system. <laughs> he, he always been talking that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand it. <laughs> Literally, man. And the Family First, like the, even the name of the project, Family First, it originally was to do with what's going on in my house and my home. But all that stuff had to get put on the back burner. Like you say, see that song, Toast? Yes. It's from the original Family First project. So the original Family First project didn't have much to do with Africa. It had just to do with my household. Mm-hmm. And Toast was going to be like the up lead to that. But then the whole just being sick of these people and how they treat us in the system. I said, look, man, I have to put it on the back burner. i got to deal with this Africa issues and da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And the family first stuff that the toes come from as well, I suppose it's a little bit more sad as well. Like, this is more angry and militant. Sad stuff can come afterwards. But you, it will touch you now as well, brother. Now that I know about your, um, your brother and your sister as well, I've got a song called Letters from Jail about my mum, my mum being incarcerated when I was a baby. I got a song called Stop about my sister being on crack. And that that song's emotional. Even now when I hear it, I don't like hearing it all the time. Yeah. But those are on the um, Family First project. This is still called Family First, but it's like a mixed tape, Family First, free download, and it's mainly concerning with Africa. I might call it the Family First Africa for Africans edition. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny you say, like, the thing about it is, like, I understand what you mean about, like, that song, you know, that's the whole thing about, like, after you start listening to stuff for a while, and, uh, like, when people be talking about, you know, the crack and and all this stuff, and it's cool, and you actually see people around you that you used to respect, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, my older brother, he used to be, like, like, you know, somebody I really looked up to, and, you Uh know, I tried to get him some Malcolm X. They used to always call me little baby Malcolm and stuff because I've always been on, you know what I'm saying, just growing up in Austin. You said Texas is it's hardcore, especially you grow up there. But it's just, you know, I don't see it as, you know, a lot of people want to, when I listen to Have a Toast, I think, you know, it's not necessarily a, a, a either or in terms of like, do you know, I used to have that dichotomy. Do you listen to this type of hip hop or conscious hip hop? But we live in this world and, you know, mm-hmm. As an African or as a, you know, and as a human being, you're going to have situations where that girl is going to be that shadow getting on your damn nerves. Mm -hmm. You're going to have that situation. You ask yourself, how is it from Britain to Jamaica to uh, to Venezuela, they got the crack in our neighborhood, but we ain't got the Whole Foods in the neighborhood. I'm from Austin, the home of Whole Foods, right? Mm -hmm. I remember when it first opened. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and we would say that's where the white folks go, Mm -hmm. but we could get all the other stuff to us. You see what I'm saying? And that's why when you understand colonialism, you know, we live under colonial domination here. So like you said, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, everything is the bigger portions, but we also got that other bigger brainwash mentality mm-hmm. where you can say, I don't, I don't, I, I went and left and went to the Million Man March. A lot of us don't leave the block. Yeah. And we trying to have a world analysis based on what that mammoth beast is projecting yeah. out of those cultural hegemonic type of uh, uh, systems and telling us how we to relate to our people and how we relate to Africa. And I like what you said about you actually got Diop in a class and all this stuff. I got Diop on my book. I got uh, uh, Black United Black. I got Chinwezu. I, I can't see that to destroy this temple. Obi Agbuna. I even got some Maxim Gorky. I, I listen. I read a lot of different stuff. But in terms, of, I, we had to do this on our own. But once you see we live in a political economy that's basis is the destruction of 
African people. They getting coal tan, diamonds, all that stuff. And that plays its effect to them on us to this day. We are the richest people on earth, but we ain't taking no asses. We need royalties for that stuff. And so I like, I, I just wanted to say, it's just like when people say, oh, well, how do you relate, you know, selling dope and stuff like that and then say to Africa, it's either or. No, it's not either or because the thing about it is to learn about Africa here, just like, just like you said, you had that class only in the national curriculum. It's seen as some kind of uh, side pseudoscience yeah. that is just some crazy stuff that Oof. you're into over here. You know, it's not even like official. It's just, they say, oh, you're just trying to make yourself feel better. But when we understand history, people say, well, slavery was way back there. As I speak to you in English, I just colonized by a British man who named himself after a, four, a, a 15th century cracker named Amerigo Vespucci. Okay? Mm -hmm. We just need to, we need to be real about it. That's why we both speak English. And we, my patois is a little country. Your patois is a little like, Rasta, well, why want me, brother? You know what I'm saying? But we yeah. the, we just we the same. And the, I, I just, you know, basically, I'm, I, yeah, anyway, I'm, my bad. Go ahead. Basically, what are you trying to I'm, say? I'm just getting emotional. <laughs> Shit, I'm having a toast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it gets like that, man. Yeah, yeah. it does. I agree. Okay, so let me let me go on to the uh, to the next question. Oh, the next <laughs> the question. next question we wanted to oh, talk. I, I, actually, hold on. I just want <laughs> I just wanted to add this. This is my point. Big friends, you know how people now say like, "Oh, this is the new black," or "Oh, this is the new black." You oh, you know God, what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. Stuff like I'm that. Still with, I'm still down with the same old black from nineteen hundred. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're I, still here. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 <laughs> what to the old black? What happened to the Yes. Okay. Okay. I wanted to mention this because the thing about it is what it really does is, you know, what happened to the old black and black has to be like Chin Ways, we said black doesn't needs to stop being recognized as just suffering. The suffering. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So like, for instance, in 2011, I think it was 2011, when I first heard people start using this reference of, you know, so-and-so is the new black. I, it's very genocidal because it what is. he wants to do is harness African struggle that we need to struggle with our own contradictions. Our brothers don't crack. Our sisters going on jail and fool, you know, stuff like that. We need to utilize that to build our own nation. But they want to say, oh, we're the new black, so you got to help us out. I first heard this in a seemingly quote-unquote conscious type setting in terms of there's a video by this rapper named The Narcissist, and he's going through the airport, and there's a brother next to him, and he said, which one do you think they're going to search first? That's what the black dude said. And then the narcissist said, you know Iraq is the new black, dog. Mm -hmm. They're going to get... It's like, dude, you might have a beef with the white folks and the white folks is, is bombing you now, but they never let up on us. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, we can't forget how we lost Kemet, mm -hmm. Mauritania, Libya, right. and all them others. Exactly. We, we got to know about Africa. We talk, you know, how did the Arabs get in there? Just like somebody who didn't have a well-rounded understanding of history said... Kim, uh, uh, Egypt isn't black, it's Arab. Look at it now. You see what I'm saying? But this guy, and even in well, Iraq... If you, it, if you keep it real, man, then motherfuckers don't like us either. No, they don't. Well, that's yeah, that's my whole point. That's my whole point. Uh, Because if you think about in Basra, we led a revolt to the Zanj and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. How, we was, they were enslaved. There's still black folks in Iraq. Mm -hmm. We are enslaved yeah, in Iraq. Right now. Mm -hmm. Right mm -hmm. now. Right now, yeah. In Mauritania, they still got us on lock right now. So I move away from this whole people of color, and yeah. I'm a part of an African nation. Yeah. I'm a part of the African nation. We disperse all over the world, but we have a relationship to Arabs as well. 
It's not because they might look look at the Sudan. And that's not to negate. That's not to negate what 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 Western imperialism does to them. But we got an Arab imperialism to do something just as nasty. You know, so when I tell people be against Zionism, I'm not saying don't be against Zionism just because, you know, I'm telling people Zionism does some some nasty, dirty, disgusting, despicable stuff to Palestinian people. Mm -hmm. But also, Zionism has thwarted the African Revolution as well. They've been in Zania. They're in Congo to this day. So you have a relationship with Zionism Mm -hmm. as an African. So don't try to segue it through the Palestinian struggle to negate yours as an African. My bad. Mm-hmm. They never people. They never want you to. I don't know. Like even grieve for your own people. It's like no. the minute you mention anything, they want to say, "Oh, but you know, Jewish people went through this." Yeah. Oh, but you know the, the like. Stop trying to compare other people's atrocities to like the ongoing shit that's still in twenty sixteen. Yes. Mm-hmm. people are putting up with from nineteen hundred. Like, there's no comparison. Mm-hmm. There can't be. There is. It doesn't matter what people you want to bring up or what um, atrocity that's happening now or what happened in France or what happened in that. Nothing can compare, innit? Yeah. They, they need to stop that every time we bring up something like, oh, but you know, the people in blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. It, it's, it's sickening, Because, you know, nobody it's- wants to deal with it because everybody built what they have on our back. So they don't uh, want to deal with that contradiction. You know what I mean? They don't want to hear it because then they have to recognize their own uh, ability to be able to live the way they do because we live the way we do. You know what I'm saying? And so don't no everybody wants to basically tell us to forget our suffering, you know what I mean? Use our energy for them and because everybody else has a plan for Africa, right? You know, so we have to be out of the way so that they can get they, you know, all their trinkets, their phones and all that stuff. And even if they don't consciously know what that is, just like you said, that's that training that you get. That's that training you get in all these Western institutions. It's like subconsciously. They, they, right, yeah. Program. Right, that's how they're pro- That's how people are programmed. And I'm not just saying white people. You know what I mean? So a lot of us are complicit in that because of the training. When you're over here, loads, I'm sure like over there as well, even probably more over there because it's so big, but what's even worse than a racist white person is a lost black person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That has no idea. Like, they will fight with you against everything. They'll be talking about, you see, like how you said your family joke call you Baby Malcolm? And they, they call me Captain Africa. Right? <laughs> Africa, like everything you said, even though these are jokes, you got to look at the underline. Like, why are you given a name? Because mm-hmm. you're for your people. Right. Why? Like, why even? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, why? Yeah. What is that? Why can't we all just be proud to be who we are and know that, oh, this guy's spreading the message more than this guy and he's helping more people. He's helping people. It's like you get dubbed with, like, oh, don't you think you're going too much now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't you think you're doing too much of these Africa studies? Don't you think you need to? No, I don't think. Why would I need to? Mm-hmm. So I can be more brainwashed like a white guy. Like, I actually love it every day when... You're refuting something that... Cause you know how hard it is to unlearn all of that bullshit? Yeah. yeah like when you've yeah. grown up with it and then when you shake some of it off, like, we should get awarded for this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the river runs, so will we Far from home Far from home Like the river runs, so
We are the children of the colonized How can I look on my motherland with foreign eyes? That's the African diaspora Book of world history, missing African chapters My ancestors, forced contribution You choose reparation or retribution But don't you ever dare in your life ever compare The Jewish Holocaust to my ongoing nightmare My Arthur got me praying to my art, where's the order? In all this, we were underdeveloped, made the West look gorgeous A plagiarized book, the religion that they brought us King James wrote a book named Demonology Then commissioned a version of your Bible, you follow me? It seems that we forgot about the essence The writing's been on the wall, the many nature One order, ain't none purer Skin tone onyx, so we hated by the Fuhrer Shark Island was the blueprint, blood on the leaves They tried to bury us, but didn't know that we were seeds The growth was intense, so the field wouldn't see And they still bear fruit from our family tree But God save Africa, black on black massacre You should look back, pain felt like sciatica African Cape Carvers, at Cape Verde Harbor Bias like Pope Pius the second they touched down Imagine imaginary lines, keeping you bound My sister's taken across Borders, no Liam Neeson for these African daughters. Born in the deep and swim good in these waters. Reach at the shallow and then walk on the surface. When that storm resurfaces on the board, we gon' surf this. Tell a priest your holy book stained with slavery Committed crimes in the name of the same book you're waving And Islam too, there's no excuse For the Trans-Saharan rule you too were enslaving I tell a priest your holy book stained with slavery Committed crime in the name of the same book you're waving And Islam too, there's no excuse For the Trans-Saharan rule you too were enslaving everybody that was part one of our interview with big frizzle and we want to thank big frizzle for doing that interview we had a great time and if you want to finish listening to this entire interview then all you have to do is go to our store at shop s-h-o-p dot conscientization 101.com that is shop s-h-o-p dot c-o-n S-C-I-E-N-T-I-Z-A-T-I-O-N-101.com Or you can go to the website 
at conscientization101.com or c101magazine.com and click on the store link. And there you will have access to, of course, this interview and all of C101's unabridged interviews, our musical commentaries, and our merchandise. And don't forget to sign up for our mailing list because that is where you will be able to be in the loop. We'll give you all our new additions, you know, all our new issues. You'll have all that information when we have new content up. So if you sign up for our mailing list, that's where you will get really good information. So don't forget to do that. And most importantly, you will be supporting 100% independent media. This episode has featured sounds from Chairman Math, Sincere Soup, from his album, Soup, Logic and Last Resort, Walking Away, from their album, True Talk, The Instrumentals, Chairman Math, Telegram, from his album, Soup, Big Frizzle, the tracks follow, respectively, from his album, Family First, Africa for Africans edition. And they are Shaka Zulu, Boys in the Hood, and Hell's Kitchen. Logic and Last Resort, Essence, from the album, True Talk, the instrumentals. Various artists, This is Black History. Jaja Souls, featuring Logic and Big Frizzle. Activists. Nate, featuring Big Frizzle. And Jai, Human Nature, from his album, Life and Lyrics. Logic and Last Resort, featuring Big Frizzle. It's Funny, from their album, More True Talk. Logic and Last Resort, featuring Big Frizzle. Shadow, from their album, True Talk. And Big Frizzle, Logic, Big Cakes, Turbulence, Do My Thing from the album The People's Army General Salute Volume 2. Logic and Big Frizzle featuring Big Cakes, Soldier from their album Academics. Big Frizzle featuring Triggs Vega, Toast from his album Family First Africa for Africans Edition. Big Frizzle, All Black Everything from his album Family First Africa for Africans Edition. Big Frizzle, How Media Portrays, Betrays Me, from his album Family First, Africa for Africans Edition. Big Frizzle, Children of the Colonized, from his album Family First, Africa for Africans Edition. And Chairman Mav, The System, from his album Zoo. We just want to remind you guys that all the links to these songs and to these albums are in the description of this podcast episode on the website. So when you click on them, you can purchase them. Uh, Academics is a free album. You can download that. We'll have a link to that. Big Frizzle is a free album. Now you don't listen to the interview. You know how profound this brother is. So you need to go on and just go on ahead and click on the link and download it for free. He's a generous man. He's giving to you all this hard work for free. So y'all be prepared for part two in two weeks. In two weeks, we're going to come back with the new Big Frizzle, part two. And remember, get the unabridged interview of Big Frizzle from this part one in the store. Okay? But I also wanted to give y'all a little tidbit because this is the first podcast back. Next week, we will have a track I produced and a poem I wrote wrote called Our Way the Way, Ogoon's Theme. It's a tight-ass track. I was feeling a certain kind of way about a year ago. Late at night. Late at night, I was thinking, talking to the ancestors, talking to the bookman, 
duty, because it was my duty, and I wrote this. Y'all can read, y'all be able to read it next week. You'll be able to purchase it next week. You can listen to the preview. Once you listen to the preview, I know you're going to want to purchase it. But be on the lookout for that next week. And the week after that, two weeks, we got my brother, Big Frizzle, playing the excerpts. Also, the Unabridged will be available. So, do your homework. Go download, if you haven't already, Family First, Africa for Africans edition. Links in the description of this podcast episode on the website, C101 Magazine, conscientization101.com. Either or, you'll get there. Go to the store, check it out, tell a friend, and I'm going to let Zari take, let, remind you of a few other things before we get out of here. Okay, so you can also find us on Twitter at Conscien1, that's C-O-N-S-C-I-E-N-1, the number one, on Facebook at Conscientization101, and Instagram at C101 Editors. And don't forget to sign up for the mailing list for updates because we're going to give like updates that are going to tell about the new videos, the new books, articles every week, new products in the store, and the mailing list will also have updates that we may not post on social media. So you want to go there and you want to sign up. All right, so that's all we have. We are back. I know you've missed us. We've missed you. Big Frizzle, thank you. We love you. You know, now you know Big Frizzle. If you ever come to the States, you know you got a place to stay down here in Texas now. Just like when I come over across the pond, what they call it, the pond, right? It wasn't no damn pond when they put us on that damn slave ship. I'm going to tell you, that wasn't no goddamn pond. That wasn't pond. no damn pond I got all. a pond. I got a pond for a motherfucker. <laughs> was oh, not I a got, pond. I got me a pond. I got it. Well, I got the pond in the system. Chairman Mass says the system. I got some for your system. I bet you we felt like it was another universe. Yeah, it is. It still is another universe. <laughs> I'm sitting there speaking English. I know that's, that's right. That's why all the Africans who speak English been calling out about English. We say them. Mm-hmm. What we say? We say, uh, them laws. Man, say doc, say fool. Don't be going up there or over there with them laws. You know what I'm talking about? We say them laws. But if it's fair, I say, da-da, them all them, but da da You know what I'm saying? We all say them. We always say them <laughs> because we still have the African. We still have our accents, but the English grammar. Well, I, I, get, I can get linguistical on you. <laughs> but uh, Big Frizzle, you definitely need no MC cosign. Me and you gonna do an album. Uh, we gonna be singing, cause man, I be I got some songs. I'm man, boy, I tell you, <laughs> Big Frizzle, man, I be singing, man. And we, man, and we, man, look, that's that's my brother right there. But Big Frizzle coming back in two weeks. Yeah. Next week, check out Ogun's theme all the way the way. Ogun's theme, that's my goddamn thing, goddamn. All right, Conscientization 101, we back. We ain't going nowhere again. And if we do, we're going to be like Marcus Garvey. You're going to catch our asses in the whirlwind, baby. C101, we...